0: This is really Live from Los Angeles, welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. We're all about manifestation, transformation, and breakthroughs. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee, because together, we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. Happy New Year. It is officially 2021, and after having divine downloads and communing with the Beloved, and praying and meditating and feeling into the collective consciousness, I'm going to call 2021 the year of fuck it. Since nobody's going to save you, the government isn't going to protect you, the news isn't going to tell you the truth, and the majority of others care more about being right than love. You might as well live your truth. So, welcome to the Doctor Aaron podcast. We come together to know the truth, live on spiritual principle, and align with universal law. We truly believe that when somebody awakens, they have a gift and a message to bring to the world, and together we're awakening the world. So, happy New Year's, you guys! Wow, what a year! Holy moly, 2020! What a great year! What a dynamic year! And I think it's really important for me, anyway, to take a look back on the year yesterday actually spent the day alone, which was really beautiful. And, you know, I take a look at the course of my life and I've had so many different New Year's Eves. I've had times when I'm with hundreds of peoples. I've been where i am with my son and in intimate times with my family. I've had times when I've been traveling. I've had times when I'm, you know, in in a formal gown. I've had times all over the place. And I've had a few New Year's also alone, consciously choosing that. And it's a real important day for me, not because of understanding that in the spiritual realm, there's no such thing as time. So is there really a new year? You know, it's it really is a new measurement of time. And I recognize that I'm here to develop my consciousness and form and to grow in this master class called life. And so I do recognize the new year and that it's a new unit of time that we measure so that we can take a look at really what's going on. And remember it on a track and in the Kaushik records and so on and so forth. So yesterday was really special for me. I woke up and um, got really intentional, reflecting back and gratitude over 2020. And I actually did have uh, a meeting with a very dear friend, an intentional meeting with another friend that is a, a big coach and taking a look at the bigger picture of this next year. And I wanted to, my intention for yesterday was to open my mind up even more to open my mind up to to something beyond what i can even think of for myself for 2021 and the conversation did get into kind of some details on logistics and things like that and i it was great it was so because i really truly believe in what we train in society is to really tap into divine and think outside of the box, and really tap into the infinite miracle and potential that you are. And we also teach to get really clear on details and skill set and setting goals and things like that. So yesterday was really the summing up of all that. But recognizing that reflecting back into the year and, and tapping into collective consciousness, because I spent some time in meditation and prayer and feeling into the collective consciousness and reflecting back upon 2020 and what was really happening in 2020. And, you know, we named it the year of the great awakening 2020. And for, because I think for so many people, it really was the universe was stripping everybody of everything, everything they've ever known, the comfort zone, their, their little distractions of social gatherings, their, their, the things like, you know, having your family, a lot of people couldn't get together because they were afraid. Like I didn't get together with my mom the whole year, even though we spoke almost every single day of 2020, because, you know, she's not old, but she's older. And uh, I don't want to be the one that gets gives her coronavirus. And by the time you travel, you know, would you quarantine for 14 days and so on and so forth. So I, I call actually 2020, also the year of awakening, also the year of silent suffering for a lot of people, because we, you couldn't really feel sad for yourself when people are starving and losing their jobs and everything. But there was a, a level of suffering in that people needed to have suffering. We, I recognize suffering is grace and that was a grace. It was a year of grace as well because people really, when you do that inner work, it's like a masterclass in, in spiritual awakening because spiritual awakening is some of the biggest warrior work you'll ever do because it is really dying it's dying from the identity that you know. It's dying from all your you know, pleasures of the earthly world and suffering and pain of the earthly world and dying and not knowing who you're going to be reborn as. It is a true surrender. And so what happens in that true surrender, of course, is it really is a shedding of the old skin of the snake. It's the shedding of everything you've ever known. It's the shedding of of attachment to things, you know, I think, Half the people I know moved in 2020. Literally, I barely know anybody left in Los Angeles because even if they haven't fully moved, they have relocated for a period of time until it goes back to normal because we've been in lockdown for, you know, pretty much the entire year in Los Angeles and and it's intense. Uh, there was mornings that I would wake up and I loved it so much because I'm such a creative that I literally was like, yes, I get to create. I get to not have to go do anything and I just get to work and create. So for me, it was a lot of bliss. But after five months of being locked down, I was like, okay, now it feels a little bit like Groundhog Day. you know. So there were ups and downs in it for me. But I know for out there for majority people, they went through their great awakening, which was years ago for me when I really had to die. And I really did have to die in that, you know, letting go of everything. And, and we talk about this a lot in Eastern religions and, you know, yoga and all types of things, true yoga. And it is really the, the longing for spiritual spirituality and divine source, God, whatever you want to call it, versus the longing and chasing for the material world. Ram Dass um, gave a talk on this and uh, he's one of my favorite, um, favorite, favorite. And it was no coincidence because last night in the middle of the night, there was still parties going on in Los Angeles, which it's so quiet now in lockdown in Los Angeles. It was like weird to hear parties. and um, And it's no big deal. You know, I turned on a fan and and slept fine. But in the middle of the night, I woke up with a little bit of noise because there were some people still partying at like three o'clock in the morning. And so what I'll do if I ever can't sleep, which is very rare, is I turn on a Ram Das talk because he's so eloquent in his the way that he talks. And he I just love him. It's like love and truth coming through the computer when I listen to him. And he did actually speak about this exact thing. I was like, this is so ironic because he's t- talking about exactly what I was going to do a podcast on. And I did a post on it a few days back this exact thing saying 2021 is the year of fuck it. Since nobody's going to save you, the government is going to protect you and the news isn't going to tell you the truth. And the majority of others care more about being right than being loved. You might as well live your truth. Well, that post got reposted so many times. It was crazy. So anyway, the point is, is that Ram Dass was talking about this exact thing as the evolution of your spirituality and the evolution is basically that you get to a point where you go in you go in you go into meditation you go into prayer you go into all this and it's this blissful space you know and at first it's like i don't have time to meditate i don't have time you know and you're like kind of like trying to make yourself do your spiritual work and then there's a point where it actually becomes you become you know you realize your spiritual nature and you realize you're not of this world, you know, and you, you enjoy that time and there even more than the earthly world. And so you're no longer chasing the earthly world. You're literally, you're really like, you know, it's like, Oh, I got to go back and be human. You know what I mean? And so it really is that. And so, but at first it's not comfortable. And at first it is what we call spiritual warrior, um, work because it's hard work. You know, it's hard work to get your ass back into meditation. It's hard work to release the identity. It's hard work to let go of the attachments of this world. Most people won't do it until they're on their deathbed, you know, and when you do it actively during your life, it is intense work, beautiful work, the most fulfilling work you'll ever do. But it really is the great surrender. And that really is the great awakening. And so that really sums up 2020. So now, let's get to 2021. And so 2021 uh, is a year I'm going to call fuck it because what does fuck it mean exactly? It's a great thing and not a good thing. And when I posted this on social media, there was a few people that said, oh my gosh, when I first read this, it kind of, it scared me at first, you know, and, and it should, it should scare you because I think that that's what we're going to walk into in 21 in that it's going to be a time, people are going to come to the place where Anne Rand refers to as egoic and selfish. So, Anne Rand in Fountainhead said freedom to ask nothing, to expect nothing, to depend on nothing. That's what she considered freedom. She actually offered a new concept of egoism based on reason as man's means of survival and opposed to all forms of sacrifice. Meaning she said in her quote said, man, every man is an end in himself, not a means to an ends of others. He must live for his own sake, neither sacrificing himself to others, nor sacrificing others to himself. He must work for this rational self-interest and, with the achievement of his own happiness as the moral, highest moral purpose of his life. And so this is a a deep concept in that we know there's universal law, and we recognize that we can use it for harmony or discord. We recognize we can use it to create heaven or hell on earth. And I believe that that is what's going to happen this year. And that is what we teach in, in metaphysics and in what you know universal law is that all of life is a master class so what happens with the master class is it gets more intense you get in a more advanced class right so it means that we have more intense magnification of heaven and hell that's that's all that's going to happen that is the future of a relative world where does it go it goes to more you know heaven and hell and so just like 2020 i think that what's interesting is if you reflect back on 2020 you could take a look at all the horrific things, if you will, in that perception. And you can also look at the incredible, you know, beautiful things that happen. And it's up to you to perceive what's good or bad. But the truth is that, you know, woke people expect, expect disasters because woke people also recognize that in order for miracles and quantum leaps to happen, there also have to be hard times and disasters because you can't have one without the other. It's impossible. The extent to which there's hell on earth, that is the extent to which there will be heaven on earth. There is there you can't have one without the other. It's impossible. So you know you can take a look back on 2020, and you can take a look, and so many people are posting about how they survived and how awful it was and all the stuff. And I totally disagree. It was an incredible year of growth for for me and for everyone I know, um, and a year that had us connect more online with our like-minded community we you know we thrived as a company and our our community is growing exponentially globally and everybody i know is doing really well in their in their companies because they're all online and that doesn't mean that i'm delusional and trust me it breaks my heart yesterday um, i also spent the day very intentional i also took a drive up malibu coast Just really reflecting and getting my head clear and thinking about what I really want to create and birth into the world in 2021. When I was coming back, I pulled off the freeway and there was this gentleman there and he had a sign and he said, if you could just spare $1. And he had all of his belongings, you know, it was like bags and stuff. And I just thought, oh my gosh, it just breaks my heart to think about how how intense and stressful and wondering where you're going to get your next meal and it breaks my heart truly and truly and I keep praying to know how can I help and spirit just keeps saying help train these women to help deal with trauma and the spiritual awakening because that is the core of of everything going on this planet and so that's what I choose to put my energy into doesn't mean I don't give a few dollars here and there. But it is also, you know, we do give money through the foundation as well. Um, and I give it all to spiritual centers, because I truly believe that if we till we can shift consciousness, it it's the primary work. So back to 2020. Okay, so the year of, of fuck it. What does this look like? And I did a podcast a while back, I think it was called The Great Surrender. And this is really what I'm talking about. You know, people went through the great surrender if they hadn't already before 2020. And a lot of my friends, again, it wasn't that intense of a year for them because they'd already gone through that surrender and that dying, that rebirthing and that awakening, that great surrender, which is so, so intense. But for a lot of people, I'm sure for the masses, a lot of people went through that great surrender. You know, you're in your home alone or with Family, which can be better or worse, right? It gets relative. It could be harder to be in a home with your partner, and there was supposedly a spike in in uh, domestic violence. There was a spike in suicide. There's been a spike in all kinds of things, and then there's people that lost their businesses. You know, imagine it wasn't because you were lazy. You literally lost your business because it shut down. You couldn't afford to stay open, right? So, the Great Awakening is, you know, what's a curse and what's a blessing. We have to know as spiritualists that it's, it, you can't have, you, it's all a blessing. It's all for growth. It's all for the evolution. So the great awakening is a beautiful thing when you, when you really become where you don't want to live, you know, and basically that's where you have to go to surrender, you know, that none of this matters anymore. And what's the point, right? So that's what Ram Dass is talking about in that, you know, there's a point in time where you have to surrender and you got to go in and, in that, there's such bliss in that spiritual realm. And I think there's phases in it, okay? So here's the first phase. The first phase is, fuck it. I don't, no one cares anyway. No one's going to be there for me. No one's going to pay my bills. No one's going to save me. Um, you know, no one's going to come to comfort me. And you're like, wow, if no one cares, what do I want? What do I want? What? Where do I want to live? What do I want to do? If I have to recreate myself from ground zero anyway, maybe I want to start a whole new career. Maybe I want to move to a new location. Maybe I don't even want a relationship. Maybe I do want a relationship. Maybe I want a dog. Maybe I want, you know, May who am I? What, you know, it's like this new discovering of like, what does it mean if I'm not trying to please my parents or look good on, on Instagram or whatever that is? What is authentic? That's the first stage of fuck it. If nothing matters, what do I really want? What do I really, what's authentic for me? And I think the next phase and, you know, going even deeper and deeper because you can make that move, you can change, you know, locations, you can do whatever, but everywhere you go, there you are, right? And you're like, wow, I'm still like struggling. What's up, you know? So then the second phase is like, wow, none of this matters anyway. Who cares if I, you know, get the perfect little spot that I want to live in and the perfect little career and the perfect little whatever, like, then what, you know, and that's what they teach a lot in Eastern, you know, philosophy and religions is that it's not that they preach to renounce everything, but they know that if you go to seek your fulfillment through the world and through materialism and through life out there, it's a dead end road. The true, the true place, it's a counterintuitive process to be fulfilled. There's only one place to be fulfilled and it is really to seek the divine within. And so the second phase of fuck it is really doing that inner work of, of that, you know, and, and living for yourself in an ego, in a good egotistic way. And it's funny, because in the spiritual realm, when anyone says ego, it's always negative. And it's not the truth. It's just like everything, there's a positive and the negative, just like every religion. There's there's good things about religion, there's bad things about religion, there's good things about science, there's bad things about science. There's uh, It has to be with ego as well. There's there's bad things that we misuse our energy for our, with our ego, then it can be considered, you know, disharmony, right? If you use your ego to boost it up, and actually use it for the highest good and use it to be, you know, to be selfish in a good, positive way, like being authentic for yourself instead of living and trying to get validation from the world, it can be a really great thing. Right? So this is the whole fuck it. So my invitation and question for you is, what do you care? What do you want to do? You know what I mean? If nothing matters, and no one's going to save you, Would you be doing exactly what you're doing? Would you live where you're living? Would you be doing the career you're doing? What would you do? If no one's looking, like you're all alone today, you're all alone for the rest of your life. What do you want? What do you want to spend your time doing? What matters to you? What do you want to do on this planet? What legacy do you want to leave? And I think that that is what Ram Dass is talking about and that I truly get because I remember there was some big points in this year when I did have to go into deep meditation, and I would tap into the collective consciousness, tap into that deep pain body, tap into that suffering and that sadness for the collective. And it was, man, it was, it was strong. I, I would, I remember there was one session I did where I literally cried for like, you know, half an hour, just tears of of the collective coming down my cheek and feeling that sadness and feeling that aloneness and feeling that I don't want to live and feeling all of that, And I transmuted it in that, in that beautiful transmission and, and just allowing to accept and feel that fully without resisting that for the collective. And out of that came this beautiful new energy and creative force through me as me and recognizing that my life is, that was a great surrender again. And all it does is make me get so committed to this divine work, to teaching truth and living truth and bringing truth to the world. And that is my greatest fulfillment. It really is. It really is. I have to say that one thing I went through this year is I had a hysterectomy. If you followed me at all on Instagram, I went, I had to have a hysterectomy. I had really big fibroids and, um, I couldn't stop bleeding. I almost hemorrhaged. They they couldn't even do surgery on me because I was such, I had such low hemoglobin that it was too dangerous to operate on me. So it got a little sketchy for a couple months. I had to wait till my period was done because if I mean, this is too much information, but when you have fibroids, um, Basically, the way that you stop having a period as a woman is your, your uterus contracts and it like it basically you know stops by by strangling your uterus to stop the blood flow. And when you have fibroid tumors, it can't contract, so it just keeps bleeding. So you literally have I had huge clots coming out of me. I could not stop bleeding, and it was very dangerous. So I had to go in for um, like kind of an emergency hysterectomy. And yes, I believe in miracles and, and healing yourself, but it had gone too far and too long. And, and we teach both. We teach the miracle of, of aligning with mother earth and, you know, Western medicine. There's a time and a place for all of it. And I made peace with it. It was really, I had to pray a lot with it and make peace with it. But the point was, was right after, um, uh, you know, they took my overs as well, which means all of my hormones would disappear. And my father's a naturopath and he was going to uh, prescribe me natural biogenical hormones. Well, he didn't know that he needed to do it right away. He thought we could do it within a couple of weeks of the surgery. Well, not so much because let me tell you, three days after I had my surgery, all of my hormones were gone in my body, and it was lit- it was Fourth of July, so all of the pharmacies were closed and couldn't do anything till the following Monday. So it was I think three or four days where I had to have no hormones in my body, and it was literally one of the most uncomfortable. Physical experiences of my life because I every um, every uh, just I had pains all over. I couldn't sleep. It was like I was squirming around in my skin. It was really fascinating. I had to do a lot of prayer, but I could barely even get into meditation because I just was physically um, out. And um, and what was fascinating is after that, my son and I are very very close and and during the surgery and everything like he just only i think he texted me one time and we talked for like you know literally 2 minutes and he was like bye and cuz he was off you know with his girlfriend camping or something and at the end of the of the thing i texted him and said i was kind of bummed that you weren't there for me during this and he got offended and um and uh basically you know we're different communication styles for me i would talk to my son every day and uh, be very involved and he basically is growing up as a man, you know, and he's like, I don't want to talk every day and I love you and there's nothing wrong, but I just, you know, I want to just, you know, talk less, you know? And so we do talk, we talk like every, you know, few weeks or something and we'll have like an hour long conversation and it's beautiful. We're good, but it was a grieving. I had to go through a grieving this year with letting him become a man and letting him, you know, do his thing and allowing and, and kind of, honoring where he's at and honoring his level of communication. And, um, it was intense though, because I think that the year 2020 was really a stripping away of anything that we're still attaching onto in this life, the universe, we went through a masterclass that we were going to get stripped of it. And, um, And so for me, that probably is and was truly one of my last places of the material world and of identity world of being a mother, that identity. And it was stripped from me this year. um, And it really was a beautiful surrender to it. I had to really step into my spiritual principles, stand in love and unconditionally love myself and my son and know the perfection of what we were going through. And um, I have to say that I'm really proud of myself for how I handled it and how, you know, we're blooming through it and everything else. But I say that because I share a part of my life. And I want you to take a look at your life to say, you know, what is it that you're still clinging on to for 2020? And what are you really ready to step into for 2021, saying fuck it and living your life? you know, not for anyone else in a selfish way, but a beautiful way that allows you to nurture yourself that allows you to take time to rejuvenate that allows you to actually finally, you know, fulfill upon the dreams or the career or the relationships that you truly want to build. And that is the most freeing thing. It's so freeing. As Anne ran again, said in the fountain had freedom, her definition of it is to ask nothing to expect nothing and to depend on nothing. And not everybody would would agree with Anne Rand. It's one viewpoint. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, all of you guys for this community. Actually, this community and soul society and truth, the teachings are really what helped me thrive through 2020. Truly and truly, you guys are such a gift. This community is is growing in ways that I never, ever knew it would. And it's such beautiful. And my commitment for 2021 is to thrive even more as a community, helping us. We now have... Groups on Facebook that are that are different um, topical, like we have a spiritual entrepreneur group, we have a recovery group, we have a spiritual awakening group, we have a spiritual coaching, they're all free to the public, right? They're private, but free to the public. We're also going to have location ones, because we want you guys to be able to find each other. So at some point in time over the course of the year, we're going to do things like, you know, society, UK society, Los Angeles, New York, Florida, wherever we're going to have those. And there may be three people in there and there may be 3000 people in there eventually, whatever it is, but we want you guys to be able to connect because we have the this, this soul circle calls every week. We have support calls that are free for the public. And of course we have paid membership for uh, spiritual entrepreneurs and getting certified as spiritual coaches and spiritual practitioners. And this, this year we'll be rolling out the ministerial and neck the following the doctorate. So it's very, very exciting. And I just know that I'm just going to, let's just pray for fuck it, right? So taking a deep breath in through the nose. And exhale out. And I just know there's freedom. Fuck it. It's such a great expression. Like taking action of letting go and you doing you, boo, for the highest good. For the authentic expression of you. May the world just see your shining light for you. May you become your own best friend. May you live exactly where and how you want to live. May you do exactly what you love to do. May you love every day. May you know that this world is just a playground, that it is, it is, it is transient, that it's just we get to be here for a glimpse in time. May you know that deep love and that deep connection within. May you know you're never alone that you're always, always one with everything. And you also have divine community through soul society here. I simply know, fuck it. This is our year to live fully, to love fully, to dance and pray and sing and do everything crazy, love our crazy, love the expression, be you, sing out loud in your bathtub, whatever that is, I say yes, I say yes, I say yes, I say to celebrating every day, every breath, every way, knowing that this is always the best year of our life. It is the only year, it is the only now, it is now, it is now, it is now, I simply know this in my heart and mind as together we say And so it is. Okay, you guys, fuck it. Have a great year, okay? And live your truth. Thank you for tuning in Soul Society and Dr. Aaron Podcast. If you've had a calling to be a spiritual leader or coach, you can go to soulcide.com and check out our free training. If you've received value here, I would love it if you take a moment and give a five-star review. In exchange, I have a ton of free gifts for you. Grab your free awakening book, 40 guided meditations and digital manifesting masterclass. I also have a free money meditation and worksheet for you so you can begin to break through your scarcity mindset and claim your birthright of prosperity. You can get all of your gifts and learn about our upcoming transformational events in my bio link in both Instagram and Facebook. That's under drerin.tv, which is D-R-E-R-I-N.tv. Also, I'd love to invite you into our free private community on Facebook under groups called Society. That is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash soul society. That's S-O-U-L-C-I-E-T-E. Have a divine day and may you live your truth.